0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us.
1: Ming Tsai is the Emmy Award-winning television host and producer of Simply Ming and the James Beard Award-winning chef of Blue Ginger, who's also been named Esquire's Chef of the Year. Ming's latest book is titled Simply Ming, One Pot Meals, and he's joining us today on Amy's Table. Welcome.
0: Thank you, Amy. Great to be here.
1: Well, I'm so excited. And, you know, Dayton, having your family having a restaurant there for over 20 years, how much did that impact your future in food?
0: Uh, well, it was huge. Uh, the Mandarin Kitchen, uh, which unfortunately is no longer. Uh, and my parents you know, live in Palo Alto now, suffering out there in California. <laughs> um, it, 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 it did the one thing that if you work in a restaurant at a, as a kid, it gave me the restaurant bug. It, it gave me the bug that if you can do good, solid, consistent food at a good value with a smile. And when I say that, when I say smile, I mean service all the way up and down. You'll get a loyal customer for life, and that that buzz is the restaurant bug, uh, and that has continued until this day. I mean, I love being at Blue Ginger, serving people when they leave. They're like, that was the best meal of my life, or what a fantastic meal. Your service is great. Uh, that's why we do it. We get to please people.
1: And you know, it's funny because you bring in service and food at the same time, and really, in a dining experience, they're kind of equally important, aren't they? You can't Not, have one no, without you know the what? other.
0: Not even, um, and this is coming from a chef. Service is 70% of the experience. You could have the most amazing food, but if you have arrogant service, people yeah. won't come back. Yeah. You could have mediocre food, but if the server and the host was awesome and they're welcoming, you'd be like, you know what? The food was okay, um, but God, they're so nice here. We will go back. Yeah. And and you know, and I'm a chef, so, um, but I'm also a chef owner, and this is what I try to instill into into both front and back of house that. Um, obviously, I don't tell my cooks all the time, doesn't matter what you cook, because it does. <laughs> but if you can give fantastic service and fantastic food, customer for life.
1: Yeah. Well, obviously, right now, competing on Iron Chef, you've, you've done TV for so long and, and, you know, restaurants for so long and book tours, you're, you're used to the limelight. But how does it feel to be... Working under pressure like that. Do you love it or is it, you hmm. know, is it just like being in the restaurant kitchen or is it like, ah. oh,
0: no, 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 <laughs> no, the restaurant. no one critiques me in my restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I, can tell you that. There's not, I don't think anyone said anything about my food in my restaurant negatively since I opened it besides maybe my wife who, who has a great <laughs> Uh No, I mean, look, I mean, I went into this knowing that a um, couple things, knowing I, I know I'm not perfect, so there's no way I'm going to get accolades. Great dish, great dish, great dish every time. Um, th- th- you're going to have failures, um, you know. On show too, I almost failed myself out of there, and but but I did it with one goal, which was to have fun, to go in there and combine my two loves, which is competition and food, in a forum that's legit. I yeah. don't always agree with the judges because uh, it's look, it's, pers- it's it's absolutely subjective. Uh, Michael Simon is is a chef, so that was another reason why I did it because I know that at least he'll look at it from a chef point of view. Simon and Donatello, I mean, they they're very consistent. They have their own palette. I don't necessarily agree with their palettes at all times. Um, but it's a game. And, yeah. uh, and and I did I did really enjoy the ride. I mean there's there was the way they're editing it, there, there appears to be appears to be a little bickering back and forth and, and they're doing that to you know, to make it more interesting. And yeah. but, but note to everyone listening, it's a reality T V show. So, and everyone's dressed exactly the same the whole time. So they'll take a clip from four days ago of me frowning and add it to a dish after someone said a comment. It's not. Exactly what it appears to be. That's, uh, edit- that's TV. Yeah,
1: that's editing, it's entertaining. That's why everyone you wears say. the same
0: thing. And I actually screwed them up a little bit, unconsciously, subconsciously, because my wife made those headbands. Because I'm a big f- fan of not sweating in your food. It's a, pers- <laughs> it's a personal thing, but they couldn't take a lot of my clips back and forth because I had different headbands all the time.
1: Oh, see there you but go. But I didn't know that. I
0: really didn't plan that. But once I did that, I'm like, oh, that's. I'm so glad I did that because otherwise, I could really. They could really throw some things in there. Yeah. But but at the end of the day I'm very I'm very happy with Food Network, how they've edited it. I think they really kept to their promise, which was we don't want anyone to look bad. We want everyone to look good and someone's gonna look great. Yeah. And, and uh and, and it was a true competition. I mean Forgeion and Kenora and Caswell, they're good cooks. And and now I can proudly say good friends.
1: Oh, that's very cool. Yep. That's very cool. Well, of course, the book—the latest book—One Simply Ming One Pot Meals. uh, You kind of keep the home chef in mind that you let our cleanup be easy, and also this all follows your food philosophy. And I love this—that everything should have taste, healthfulness, simplicity, and affordability. And that's really important to the home cook. I mean, you're pushing all the right buttons with us, really.
0: Yeah. yeah, You know, it was uh, the 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 goal which I didn't really realize till once it was printed, is to really get people back on cooking mm-hmm. and, and to get families back at the dining room table. Uh, that's something I think we've lost in this country in the last 10, 15 years because we're all so freaking busy with yeah. Twitter and Facebook uh, and emails and soccer and karate and ballet and this. and and It's such media overload. The, the only time that I ever uh, decompress is at a dinner table and... And I think it's just paramount. So I mean, I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. 5 p.m. Five, not 5:01. 5 p.m. We sat down, mom, dad, my brother, and I every single night, and then Fridays at grandparents. And that consistency um, was, you know, part of part of the reason, probably, why I'm I'm so disciplined. But What happened at the dinner table was more paramount, which is we discussed problems, we discussed relationships, we discussed how come you got a B, not an A, because my golden rule as a kid is get straight A's only. That was their rule, not my (laughs) rule. Uh, I didn't follow that rule, by the way. And, um, you know, just all issues came up and were solved there, as opposed to, you know, parents email their kids now where there's an issue. You know, you didn't take out the... That should be discussed in person. And so the idea was if you can get a cookbook that... Actually, the worst thing is after you make a great meal, you look at your kitchen, it's a mess, of seven pans, and it's a complete battle zone. You're going to be demotivated to try another recipe out of that same book. Right. And so using one pot, one wok or one saute pan or one ro- roasting pan, uh, it has to be delicious first. And once once you know you can make tasty food easily, know that it's going to be even healthier than maybe some other recipes out there. Um, and, and at the end of the day, affordable um, you know, I'm, that's it. I'm hoping. I hope it's a I mean, it's dunk. like
1: is, yeah, it's it's the right formula. It's been well for... received,
0: and you know, look, I love I love being back in Dayton and Cincinnati. I mean, this is my home turf, and and I get it that it's kind of big fish small pond. But you know, I just came from New York and did book signings there, and uh, and I love New Yorkans. right? Although the Yankees suck, can I say that? <laughs> can I say that on radio? Yes, I said Yankees suck because um, they do. And they know it. Um, but um, the attitude is so different. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I love the Midwest. I mean, Chicago has the same attitude—this welcoming and yep. thanks for coming here and, yep. and making a trip here. And uh, it's just—it's so much different than. I mean, New York—they're they're so privileged, and they're like. Plus, I'm like one of fifty chefs. So it's like no big deal. I have a book signing, and 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 I'm, again, I'm not trying to trash new york but the yankees just suck but um uh, but i love what goes on in the midwest yeah you know if i was ever going to open another restaurant it would be somewhere in the midwest because it, it, i would be more appreciated than anywhere else probably in the world
1: oh that would be good do it in cincinnati <laughs> yeah
0: okay <laughs> that's that's one of Let's 50 start places. that rumor
1: <laughs> well how does the home cook though you know you sometimes go to somebody's house and maybe they're a, a home cook without a lot of creativity I'm being tactful now. Yep. And, you know, how can they add taste? I mean, what are some flavor boosters that are that are sort of chef's secrets for a home cook?
0: You know, the um, of course, everyone knows about salt pepper. And, and uh, you can't overlook that because properly seasoned protein is, does make or break a dish. Um, I'm a big fan of acid. I'm not grateful dead. <laughs> I'm talking about lemon juice, lime juice, vinegar, yeah. uh, passion fruit. Uh, and by adding that is, um, and you'll see in quite often there's a even like in the beef curry dish, there's I serve with a wedge of lemon. And when you add acids like that to a dish, you can add, actually add less sodium, which is good for your health. Um, but it it enhances it it, it it enhances and heightens the flavor of of what you're putting the lemon on. It. And uh, I think that's a trick that a lot of us chefs use. It's very Asian technique. I mean limes are used like crazy in Thailand and in and, and Chinese cuisine, not so much lime juice, but vinegar. Um, and you'll see that all over the book.
1: So just a splash. Well, I know actually there is a photo in the book of you squeezing lime on to finish a dish, yep. and I thought to myself, that makes all the difference. And sometimes people will see that and be like, Oh, I don't have a lime, no big deal. But you know what? You're missing yeah, no, it makes You're missing the final note. You're missing yep. the or the exclamation point, yep. you know. But uh and and I like the idea of the vinegar too. Well, healthier. Now it seems like we're all as a culture being more concerned about healthier dishes, but a lot of favorite dishes aren't quite so healthy. Some tips to, to- yeah.
0: I mean, again, I, I'm not a diet chef, never was, never will be. Um, and I never counted calories, I've never, I, I don't have no idea what the calories are, but, but based on the reverse pyramid, which is what Dr. Walter Willard at Harvard has come up with recently, and I'm on their uh, right. nutritional round table. Yes. Um, there's, look, there's a great combination of, of carbohydrates, and if you can go multi-grain. I mean, I even use brown rice, white rice combo for that reason. Um, plus, I think brown rice has a good flavor. 100% is a little too strong, so I do 50-50. But between grains, which is carbohydrates, veg, and protein, th- there's a good balance there. And you can't—I mean, look, it's natural and common sense. If you're going to eat an 18-ounce ribeye twice a week— Probably not a good idea, and the person doing that, you know that. Uh, an eighteen ounce ribeye could feed a family of ten in China, by the way, and it would be even better because it would spread the flavor. And, and point being is, y- you have to think about not necessarily the recipe you're eating, but moderation. I mean, even the duck; it's a braised duck dish. It's delicious. Mm, it all the so fat, good. all the fat is cooked away, but you can't have that every day. You, right. you need to balance it out. And. Um, I really do think, for the record, that whoever came up with super size should be shot. <laughs>
1: I agree. Actually, I mean, come on, the French fries
0: in <laughs> McDonald's used to be like this and Wendy's, and now they're this big. So now people think that that's small. I mean, that's ridiculous. And the
1: constant refills <clears throat> on the sodas oh that are God, like the big you gulps? know you. I know sixty four
0: ounces of Coke or Sprite or Pepsi, whatever you're, you're killing yourself. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be diabetic within ten years. It's yeah. just it's crazy what people think is is good or it's okay to drink. A whole bottle of Coke a day—it's not okay. Drink water.
1: Well, you know, you bring up the eighteen-ounce ribeye, and it's <clears throat> not good for you, and could feed a, a whole family or you know a whole tableful when properly prepared. And but, do you think that's also how you lead to affordability? I mean, these healthier ingredients—more mm. veg, more grains, less beef, less less protein—should I say? It is more affordable by nature, isn't it? For
0: the record to all the beef producers out there, I love ribeye. Oh, I do too. And I eat about once a month or twice a month, I'll eat one, so I'm not poo-pooing beef. I love beef. But you you make a great point, Amy. The the cuts of meat in this book are what I call lesser cuts. So short rib or lamb shank or chicken thigh. And now there's new research through angiogenesis. And I encourage everyone listening, go to TED.com, which is a great lecture website search a doctor named Dr. William Lee, L-I, and you can learn about angiogenesis. It can change your life. You can become healthy through food. It's amazing stuff.
1: Well, you know that every recipe in Simply Ming One Pot Meals is going to follow Ming's uh, philosophy of taste, healthfulness, simplicity, affordability, easy cleanup, and it's, it's all good stuff. Well, Ming sai thank you so much for joining us on Amy's Table. We'll put all your information and Ming's mom's famous vinegared shrimp on Table.com. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks, Amy. Thanks for having me. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102.